me make a little guess here. I'm going to say that you probably started the year with high hopes, big goals, and probably even bigger expectations. In fact, I'm willing to say you definitely thought this. Maybe even posted, 2020 is my year on social. I mean, I did. This was going to be our year. Goodbye, 2019, and hello, 2020, and golden opportunities. Ha. 2020 sure showed us, hey? All joking aside, this year has seriously been unexpected, to say the least. But it's not just this year. Crises, curveballs, pandemics, surprises, they always happen, whether it's big or small doses. So what do you do when you need to reset your goal and get back on track? What do you do when you can no longer achieve your goal? And what do you do to actually get back on track? Whether it's due to a job loss, a pandemic, an injury, no matter what, these curveballs happen. So maybe you're wondering the same thing and maybe you're wondering, should I change my goal? Should I even set goals? I mean, what do you do when you feels like you can't predict anything? Maybe you're even wondering, is goal setting even relevant right now? Do my goals even matter? If you've wondered any of those things, you are not the only one. And truthfully, I've wondered them too. In this episode, we're going to tackle all those questions and more. You're going to learn how to make sure that no matter what has happened, you stop feeling like your year has been a waste. I'm going to share the four questions you have to answer first before you evaluate a goal, before you decide what the heck to do next. We're going to talk about what to do if your goal is no longer possible or relevant, how to shift your goal in a crisis, how to stay on track even when things are changing so fast, and what to do if you're one of those people who, like me, feels like you have all the goals, too many things you want to do, and just not enough time or focus. Most importantly, we're going to talk about how you can achieve the critical, the part of your goal that matters most, no matter what. And yes, you heard that last part right. I believe that you can achieve the most important part of your goal, no matter what, and I'm going to stand by that. I will deliver on that promise, so keep on listening, Golden Girl. This episode is juicy, and I am so pumped to share it with you. Welcome to the Golden Girls Podcast, where we believe you can have it all. I'm your host, Lisa Michaud, and I'm spilling tangible tips, goal-getting strategies, and real-life stories to inspire you to tackle your biggest dreams. You're a woman who knows you're made for more. Get ready to leave the excuses and self-doubt behind by being vulnerable, sharing your truth, and having honest conversations so you can succeed on your terms. Together, we'll set goals you'll actually achieve by staying motivated, having fun, and building a community of women empowering women. It's time to tap into your best self, get confident, and truly have it all. Golden Girl, let's dive in. Well, hello, 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 Golden Girl. Thank you so much for joining for this episode. I got to tell you, I've heard so many people, and I'll be honest, it's even come out of my own mouth, say things like, well, my goal this year was, but now. (sighs) Let's not kid ourselves. COVID-19 has put a giant shift in most of our plans. Whether it's our travel plans, school or daycare for your kids, maybe you lost a job, maybe your business has suffered, maybe your family got sick, maybe you lost a loved one. I don't want to minimize what's happened and the impact that may be happening in your life if you're listening to this episode and wanting to know how to get back on track with your goals in uncertain times. But here are two truths that are really important. Number one, this isn't the first time I've heard this and it wasn't the first time that this excuse came out of my mouth either. It may be the first time that COVID-19 has hit, but Really, every year and way too often, I hear people saying, my goal was, but then insert life happening here. This isn't a new phenomenon, so I'm confident that what I'm going to share here can help you anytime you're discouraged, that your goals aren't going as planned, and you feel like you want a little refresh and reset. 
All right, here's the second truth. In times like this, when things don't go as planned, it is super tempting to give up. And this is when our self-doubt, our fears, they creep in. This is how our brain works. We all have limiting beliefs or stories we tell ourselves about not just the way the world is, but the way we are. This all comes from the way we were when we were growing up, and this is all you know, neuroscience, biology here, and I'm not going to go into all the things, but I want you to understand this. We're basically playing an old playlist on a cassette tape or, hey, maybe an iPod, depending on how old you are. But it's basically saying the same thing over and over and over again. The stories might be things like, who do I think I am to start this business? I can never get in shape. It's too hard to find time to exercise. I don't have time to write a book. I'm not creative enough. I don't work hard enough. I can't spend quality time with my husband because I have kids. Let's be honest, do any of those sound familiar? Here's the truth. Your mind is trained to continue to look for these examples, to look for proof that the things that you believe are true. This is called confirmation bias. Again, we're going to psychology, biology, all these good things. Basically, when you're trying to make a change, your brain is especially going to look for things to help keep you the same. And right now, your brain is looking for examples to confirm what you, quote, believe, aka these stories, that it is too hard to find time, that you can't do this, that who do you think you are, and that it's not possible. So COVID-19, or if you're listening whenever, if something just happened in your life that threw you off, your brain is basically just looking for ammunition to help you believe these things. This pandemic or whatever else has happened this year basically just gave your limiting beliefs the ammunition you needed to say, see, I told you you couldn't do it. I told you it wasn't the right time. I told you there's no point in trying to exercise. It's not possible. See, you could never write a book. You will never be financially free. Something will always get you down. This is where I want to stop because this kind of thinking is not going to serve you and it's not true. And while this year, and if you're listening, if this uncertain times are happening, it's taking us all by surprise, but I will not let you give up on yourself. I am not going to let your old patterns, your old limiting beliefs, and your inner mean girl hold you down. And you shouldn't let her either. In this episode, we're going to tackle that and so much more. We are talking about how to make sure, no matter what's happened, that you're making progress, We're going to talk about how to shift your goal in a crisis or a curveball. I'm going to give you steps you can take to get aligned and reset. We're going to talk about how to set goals, how to reset and get back on track, and most importantly, stay on track. And of course, as I promised, we're going to talk about how to get focused and achieve the most important part of your goal no matter what. I know, it's going to be a good one. There's lots of juice here, so get excited. Now, before we dive into that juice, the meat, potatoes, whatever you want to call it, I have a special listener shout out to Crystal from Canada. Crystal says, so inspiring. I love Lisa's podcast. She gives tangible suggestions that anyone, especially working moms, can and should apply to both their personal life and business. Lisa's tips have helped me focus and be more intentional with my time in all areas of my life. I am a Lisa super fan forever. That is so nice. Thank you so much, Crystal. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Most of all, for actually listening and then applying things to your life. You guys, if you are listening, please do not just listen. Please actually take something, even if it's just one thing from this episode, from every episode you listen to, and apply it. I promise it'll make a difference in your life. So thank you so much, Crystal, for leaving that review. Guys, I would love to give you a shout out. So if you want to have me give you a shout out, which I would love to do, leave a written review. And it is super easy. By the way, if you're listening right now on your laptop computer or your desktop, Open it up right now, go to Apple Podcasts and leave a review. It would mean the world to me and I can't wait to hear from you and shout out to you too. All right, so let's dive into the big question, which is do we even set goals right now? I mean, what does it? What do you do when it feels like we can't predict anything, when things are ever changing? Do goals matter? Is goal setting even relevant? 
Now, I mean, obviously my podcast is called Golden Girls, so I might have some bias here, but this is why I do believe that they do matter more than ever. I believe that goals are just intention. And when you live without it, you're like a leaf swaying in the breeze. You can drift any direction. And let's be honest, if there's a crisis in the world or in your workplace or in your family, chances are that that leaf and you are going to drift somewhere crappy, all right? If there's negativity and you're not intentional and you're not grounded, if there's negativity, you're going to drown in that. If there is stress happening, you're going to get caught up in that. And that is why I believe, in fact, like right now, more than ever, intention is so important. And I don't care what it is. It doesn't have to be huge. You don't have to be writing the next best-selling book. You don't have to be training for a, a marathon. You don't have to be doing something big. But if you don't have intention, you're going to be drowning in whatever crisis or uncertainty or stress and negativity is happening around you. And I know this because the days that I've gotten off track or even the weeks, I feel this. I feel like that leaf and I frankly fall for everything. Intention and goals, remember goals are just intention. That's what keeps you from falling from everything. And that's also what keeps you from living an underserved life or an underlived life. And I talk about this so much more in Golden Girls Podcast Episode 1. If you haven't already, go listen to it around why everybody needs a goal, even you, and I still stand by every word in that even right now. I'm not going to go into all of it. Go listen to the episode if you're not convinced yet, but I'm going to assume that you're with me, that you know that if without some kind of intention, without a goal, that it's so easy to get tempted and to get caught up in all the things. So let's now talk about what to do with your goals if you're still here with me. Now, first of all, if you're listening to this, chances are that from when you first set your goal to today that you've changed, that something has changed. And I am a big advocate that your goals have to match who you are and what's important to you today. So how do you know that? Here are four questions to ask yourself that are going to help you, first of all, get motivated and stay motivated because they're going to be aligned with who you are. Now, the first question is this. I, I know a lot of you guys are thinking, oh my gosh, we're already, you know, halfway through the year or whatever, whatever time you're listening to this and it feels like the time has been a waste or things are off track and not as far as you want to be. I want you to say, I want to say this, that things are only a waste if you haven't learned anything. So right here, right now, if you want to look at the last two months, the last six months, whatever time frame makes sense here for you, but take stock and say what has worked and what hasn't. And no matter how solid your business plan is, no matter how clear your goal strategy or how beautiful your vision board was, how, how many pretty pictures you have on there, chances are, no matter when you're listening to this, no matter how perfect your plan, that it always ends up looking a little different than you expected. So if you're listening and your plans have been thrown off for any reason, the fact is that you're not the same as you were when you first set your goals as you are today. And maybe you feel like you should be further ahead or you feel like you've wasted time. So this these questions, what worked, what's worked so far and what hasn't, This helps you shift out of that. You know, maybe so far you've learned that you don't want to work from home or that you want to spend more time with your family. Maybe you found a part of your job that's new to you that now you really love or you realize that you need more or less money than you thought. Remember, the only way that whatever's happened to you, any failure, any any change, any tragedy, anything, the only way that it's ever a waste is if you don't learn anything at all. That's the first question is taking stock of what worked and what didn't. Number two is checking in with who is here now. Who are you now and what is clear to you? See, I believe that your goals, your intentions, and you, that's all intertwined. And it's all, you know, your business, your fitness, your home organization, your finances, your career, everything here has got to align. So check in. How have you changed? What is more important to you than you realized? What doesn't matter as much as you thought? 
if you're an entrepreneur, you know, or a career person, what does success in business or professional life mean to you? What does success in your personal life mean to you? Maybe it's clear that friendships are more important than you realized or that you desire to travel more than you've let yourself admit. You've let yourself say, I'll travel one day and now you're like, holy crap, I really wish I had done that. Maybe you care less about going out for fancy drinks than you thought you did. Whatever that is. Or maybe you care more, right? It doesn't matter what it is. At the end of the day, what I want you to do is honor the you. The you that is here today, that is listening to this today, that is here in this moment. Number three. Question number three. Before you dive in, before you go set your new goal, I want you to look back to what your goal was, what your intention was. If you didn't have one, that's okay. I'll help you figure that out too. But look at why you set your goal. What was that part? What was on your vision board and why? This is one of the biggest questions and I this is from Danielle Laporte's um, Desire Map and I ask all my clients to do this and it's one of the questions that I'm asking in the Golden Girls 100 to 1 Focus Planner, which is coming soon by the way. So check out the show notes and hop on, hop on the wait list or pick one up if they're available. Um, but the question is this, how do you want to feel? Because if you don't know this, if you can't answer how your goal is going to make you feel, it's just an ego-driven idea and it's not going to serve you long term. You may achieve the goal, which is which is cool, but it'll feel empty. And I really, truly believe this is one of the reasons we have a lot of problems in our world, why so many people are unfulfilled, why so many people are in debt that they cannot seem to get out of, why marriages aren't working, why so many people are overweight, and why so many people, frankly, are just underliving their lives. And I honestly think it's because we are so disconnected from how we want to feel. And we then the result is that we chase these things that aren't meaningful, that are not what we truly desire and really want. It's why I think when so many people do achieve their, quote, goals and they do all the right things, they go to school, they have get a house, they get married, they have kids, they get the fancy career, the titles, whatever. And then they wonder, is this all that there is? And why am I still so unhappy when I have all the things I said I wanted? <sighs> Heavy stuff, I know. But I mean, that's why you're here, right? We're not here to talk about fluffy stuff. This podcast is real and honest. Um, not, yeah. That's why I'm here. So when you look at your goal, whether it was to scale your business, to run a triathlon, to travel around Europe, to open a travel agency, to start a family, to go on 100 dates with your partner, whatever it was, start with how you wanted to feel. Start with how you want to feel now. Um, and if that does not motivate you, if that doesn't excite you, and I'm going to say this, it doesn't turn you on a little bit. And I, yes, I just said that. If it doesn't turn you on, then this goal doesn't work for you. Now, if you want to unsubscribe because I'm talking about pleasure and a tingle in your body, then that's okay because I am here for the best. I'm here for a joyful, a sexy, a juicy, amazing life, and I want you to be there for it too. So if you are on board for that, if you are on board for the most joyful, juicy, sexy, amazing life ever, then your goals have got to turn you on, okay? You want a goal that fires you up, that excites you because you're not here just to live your life. You're not here to acquire trophies and accolades and titles and awards and a whole bunch of crap that means nothing to you, all right? Are we here for that? Okay, if you're on board, keep listening. I'll get off that pedestal now. <laughs> Basically, the question is this. How does it make you feel and does it turn you on? Because <laughs> that's what we want. All right, before we go into your exact goals and figure out what to do, the last question is this. It is, what is possible now? So this is a slight variation of one of the biggest questions I always advocate for in my life and in the life of my clients. And that's the shift from thinking that something is not possible to asking how is it possible. And this really came to, so clear to me when I moved to Vancouver. When I was growing up as a little girl, I remember wanting to live in the city. Like I, my parents would come would come to the city and my parents would fall asleep in the hotel room and I would go to the window and look out 
and just listen to the sirens and be playing my Christina Aguilera CD and just dreaming of living there. And over time, over the years and years, my list of why I could not live in Vancouver just got longer and longer and longer. You know, it was so expensive. I had a house. I had, then I had a second house. My husband and I both had jobs. My husband's a small town boy. And excuse, 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 right? And then I had my health scare. And some of you guys might be familiar with the story, but just bear with me here. But when I had that health scare, the very first thing that came to my mind was, you know, what what, what am I going to do if I only have a year or two left to live? And the first thing that popped in my head was move to Vancouver. And in that moment, I was not thinking about, oh, well, that would be nice, but here's my list of 100 excuses. Instead, I was like, holy crap, how can I do this? What is that going to look like to make this happen? And when I started asking how is it possible instead of thinking it's not possible, that's when everything changed in my life. That's when everything opened up. And that's when we were able to figure out, okay, well, we can sell our houses and we can get new jobs and we can get a parking stall for our quad, which is a true story. And that really shifting from this is not possible to this is possible now, that's where we find new and unique opportunities. That's when we understand what our definition of success is and that's when we have the courage to really go for it. You know, maybe you're a tour company and you're thinking, well, international travelers aren't coming. Well, maybe what's possible now is a chance to focus on locals. Or maybe now's the chance you focus on growing your YouTube channel or your email list because you finally have time for some of those back burner projects that you never got around to. And maybe you're not that cool. Maybe you're more like me. When I asked this question for myself, and I've been asking this continuously as the last couple of months things have been changing, do you know what one of the things that came up for me? What's possible now? Potty training. Yes, I know you are all jealous of my goals right now, <laughs> but really, this is something that made my life infinitely easier. And it was made easier because all of a sudden we had no childcare and we were home all the time. Now, I could have focused on what was not possible, daycare, parks, science world, going out, support, seeing family, all those things that were not possible. But instead, when I asked what is possible now, new things emerged. And so I want you to ask that in your life too. What is possible now? With those in mind, to answer those questions, let's talk about what you actually do with your goal. As we walk through these scenarios, there's a couple principles I want you to keep in mind. I want you to get creative, okay? So if this means that you got to brainstorm it out, if you got to do a little dance to get into your creative zone, you do that. I want you to remember that anything is possible. I want you to focus on the feeling of your goal and your intention. Again, not on the actual final result, but on the feeling. And I want you to be fiercely committed. Like your life depends on it because you know what? Your life does depend on how much you're enjoying it. Your life does depend on how much you are thriving every day so you can show up your best in all aspects of your life. There's a few different scenarios depending on what your goal was at the beginning of the year or depending on your goal was where you are now looking to restart. So let's talk about a few of these because some of these you guys might be like, oh, that's not me, but I want to challenge you. And the first option is to keep your goal exactly the same. And before you say, no, that's not me, I want you to get creative and ask yourself, is it actually possible? How is it possible? How could I do this? I recognize not every goal is going to fall into this category and there's a few more options coming, but I want you to be honest with yourself and invite yourself to step into how could this still be possible? Get real, get creative, get inspired, and get fierce. Could you still open your new business? Could you still run a triathlon? Yeah, maybe you won't have the big party afterwards. You won't be traveling to Nashville for it or whatever, but could you still do it? Could you still start writing your book? Maybe it'll be a different theme, different book. Maybe your confidence has been a bit shaken, but this is a good moment to reconnect to your purpose. And I want you, no matter who, anybody listening to this, I want you to seriously question yourself. Is there any way that it is still possible? Invite yourself, you know, ask a friend, get some feedback from a mentor, uh, 
if you know, whatever you need to do there, but really, really question yourself because that's the first thing is I want you to really honestly see how it could be possible with nothing changing, with your goal still being the same if it's aligned with you. All right, now let's talk about uh, the other option, which is if your goal is actually no longer relevant or meaningful to you. So maybe you answered some of those questions and you realize at the beginning, you know, what's possible now? Who are you? What, what, what have you learned? What, what's working? What's not? And you realize, you know what? This goal just isn't relevant or it's not meaningful right now. And that's your invitation to let it go. There are benefits to every situation in life, to every curveball and heck, even pandemics, like the clarity of what really matters. And it is okay to let it go. So in, if this is you, if this is your goal, cancel what you have to. You know, if you've got to um, move out of a certain certain agreement that you're in, uh, cancel any kind of plans that you've got, communicate what you have to, and remember that doing that is going to allow you to devote your incredible energy and time to things that actually do matter. I want you to release any guilt or shame, and I know this can be a tricky thing. Journal, meditate, talk it out you with a friend, a mentor, a coach. Remember that. Sometimes I think we're so hard on ourselves. We think that quitter, you know, like the, oh, I'm going to get this wrong now. Quitters never win and winners never quit. Like sometimes things just aren't aligned. So don't let that hold you into something that you don't care about when it's not relevant. And remember that failure is not an, is an event. It's not a person. And letting go allows the space for what matters most to you right now, today. Okay. So those are kind of the two options at the beginning. One, it's not no longer relevant. You're going to let it, or it's just not possible and you're going to, it's not meaningful, let it go. And number two is, yeah, let's go. I can still do this. It's going to look a little different, but I can make it happen. Now, let's talk about when you really cannot achieve your goal and it still matters to you. You still want to make it happen. How do you actually shift your goal so it makes sense now? Maybe you can't do it the way you plan to. You know, for example, maybe you wanted to travel to five countries this summer and that probably isn't going to happen. Or maybe you wanted to try for another baby and you and your partner are physically separated in quarantine. If this is you, that's okay. First thing, check in. Is there anything that you need to grieve around this? Is there anything you want to work through? And this actually really should go for the last the last option too, which is letting go. Sometimes we do need to work through things. There, there can be loss or grief with the way we thought things were going to be. And it's important to process that feeling. Anger, resentment, disappointment, all those things. Process that and work through it. Again, you may need to communicate certain things, cancel certain things, manage expectations, work through that. Then if you know, like, I still want this goal in some sense, but I got to shift it and figure out how it might look, then go back to how you want to feel, why you set that goal, and get creative. You're going to go right back to the beginning. Again, the Danielle Laporte desire map question here, how do you want to feel? And you craft a goal from that. Now, if you still care about feeling that way, you can find new ways to do it. Let me give you some examples here. Let's say you wanted to travel because you really needed to, you wanted to relax and unwind. Like that was the feeling that you were going to get out of it was relaxation, was stress-free, was calm. Well, what would it look like then to create that? Could you do a home spa day, you know, one evening a week for the next couple of months? Let's say you wanted to be more connected to your partner. Could you guys do some sort of an online marriage connection course or read a book together virtually? You can do this too, Right. And I'll tell you two of my favorites for this, um, both by John Gottman, who is amazing. And I'll link to these below in the show notes. Seven Principles for Making Marriage Work is one book. And the other one is called Eight Dates. And they're awesome. Like that's a way that you can feel more connected to your partner, even if you're apart or even if you can't get childcare or even if your favorite restaurant is closed. If you want to be connected to your partner, for example, that those are things that you could do no matter where you are. 
Um, let's say, and I'll go back to the travel example here because I think that's one that's really weighing on a lot of people right now. You know, you want to travel to feel adventurous. Well, what else can make you feel adventurous? Well, how else can you connect that sense of adventure? Are there local areas you could explore? Could you try new recipes at home? Could you learn a new skill at, at, in your in your city? Could you try something different? You know, maybe you want to try kayaking this summer. Like, what would it look like for you to still feel adventurous? So do you see what I mean about getting creative? You know, if this is – if the way you want to feel, that goal, the part behind it, there's still a connection to it, then we can find new ways of feeling that way. And I know it's not quite, you know, the five-country trip around Europe – it's not the same or it may not be exactly the business the way you thought it was going to look. But it's about connecting to how you want to feel and around what is possible because otherwise you're just going to focus on what's not possible. You're going to suck into, get sucked into the negativity, the stress, the disappointment. And frankly, that, that is a waste of your time. That is a waste of your life. I... Okay, quick little note here around goals. So I'm, I've been a big advocate of 100-day goals for a little over a year now once I've realized the power of them. And I think they are especially relevant right now when things are changing so fast. So this is what I would say is to set a 100-day goal. Think about an area in your life you want a goal in. Um, and there's lots of opportunities to be creative here. And the reason why I say – The reason why I say this is because the 100-day goals, it allows you to have one focus, one thing, and you basically just take one action a day. That's it. And I think that 100 days is a good enough time frame that you can make progress on something, but it's not so long that you lose track of it or that it feels overwhelming. All right, let's talk about how you can achieve the most important part of any goal no matter what. And I think this also, by the way, helps you stay motivated. And it's by focusing on the feeling. And there's a reason I advocate for this. First of all, because Danielle Laporte is amazing. And I think what she says is spot on because starting with how you want to feel is so important. But even more important is because that you can do something any and every day to literally achieve your goal, which is to feel a certain way. So let's go a little bit deeper here. And this is like, this is transformational stuff. This is not just surface level smart goal BS. This is real. You don't have to wait until the end of a goal to feel the way you want to feel. You can feel it every single day. You Let's say you want to run a marathon. Okay, why? What's the feeling you're after? Do you want to feel strong? Do you want to feel like you've accomplished something? Do you want to challenge yourself? What is it going to bring to you? So let, let's say you decided that it's going to make you feel strong. And the question becomes, how can I feel that way today? And you can literally ask yourself this every single day, which is what I advocate for when you're doing your 100-day goals. So let's say maybe, you know, you ask yourself, well, how can I feel strong today? Well, maybe it is climbing the stairs in your office building or in your apartment building. Maybe it is parking your car further away and doing lunges to the store. Yeah, you might look kind of goofy, but whatever. Um, maybe it's doing a 30-day push-up challenge. But here's the thing. When you... When you shift the conversation, when you shift your mind around just the achievement at the end to like, how can I feel that way? You don't, your goal is no longer, you know, a month away or a hundred days away or, or five years away. It's right here. Like the accomplishment, the feeling is here now. And that keeps you motivated. That keeps you on track. And that keeps you living your life every single day instead of just waiting for this, for this feeling that may or may not ever come. Now, that's why, that's another reason why I'm such an advocate of the 100 days, like one focus, one action a day. And I mentioned it already, but I'm going to say it again very, very soon, maybe even by the time this episode is out, there is going to be a planner coming out to help you with crafting 100-day goals. So go hop on the wait list. It's listed, uh, the link is in the show notes, lisamishow.com forward slash planner, and I'll update the show notes when it's available, but that's all you need to know. So set a new goal, guys. Set a goal 
how you want to feel, say it for 100 days and take one action a day to actually feel the way you want to feel. Now, I would be hmm, (laughs) silly to ignore this for the overachievers out there because I see you, I am you, I get it. So you're listening to this and you're like, okay, I got it. I'm ready. I'm recharged. I'm going to do it. I'm going to do all the things because I want to feel all the things. Hold up there. Uh, (laughs) I know this temptation, especially if we felt like we've lost time, like we're behind, like we've wasted anything, like it, we get then super tempted to push way too hard and try and do too many things. So here's what I want you to know. If you feel like you've got a lot of goals, you've got some catching up to do, but it's hard to focus or you know that you just really can't do all the things. So number one, it, to know this, that it, it's okay. And I still believe that you can have it all. You just can't do it all and you can't do it all at once. So this is why I want you to focus on one thing. Number two, get clear on how you want to feel over everything else. and anything. Don't worry about the accomplishment or what the outcome is going to be. Focus on how you want to feel. And number three, focus on that one thing and one goal that's going to help you feel that way and reconnect to it every single day. I am all about that feeling because if that's the case, you can feel the way you want to feel every day. And in that way, like to bring this full circle, you can have it all right away every single day. I will do a whole episode on this one day. <laughs> and inside Golden Girls Community, there's actually a full training on this because I know it's so something so many people struggle with, this whole idea of focus. So one day I will do an episode on that, but there, there's just a little snippet there is to remember one thing, one thing, one thing, one thing. Um, so... This is another reason I think for overachievers, 100-day goals work really well is because it's just 100 days and you can commit to something for 100 days. Pick what's going to make the biggest difference in your life and go for that. Now, if you're feeling, if you're struggling to choose and you're feeling in any way overwhelmed or tired or like you don't have the energy you want or you're not as happy as you want to be, you're not feeling vibrant in life, start with you and start with your self-care. Start with your joy. Start with your sleep. Start with your energy. Start with you. You need to feel good before anything else can happen and anything else can change in your life. It always amazes me at how many people are trying to chase any kind of a goal. You know, new business, taking a new course, um, uh, challenging themselves physically, trying to get promotions, and they're you're exhausted and you are la- lacking focus and you're finding yourself procrastinating and all these things because you don't feel good in yourself. And that's why I got to tell you, like you've got to start with you. And a lot of times people say, well, I can't, like I literally, I just have to do all these things. And I'll tell you this, you will be amazed. And there's a, I wish I knew, sorry, I'm don't know the person, the originator of this quote. It might actually be anonymous, but the rising tide can lift all the boats. Like when one thing improves, so can many other things. And I believe that is especially true if we're talking about you. Like if you feel like you have more energy or more joy, is there any doubt that your relationships will be better? Your friendships will be better? If you're a parent, like that's going to feel better. Your work, you're going to show up differently to that. You're going to be able to show up for your workout better. Like all of those things are going to improve. You'll be able to make better decisions. When you improve, when you feel better, everything else gets lifted. And so remember that, that it may feel like, oh, I'm giving up or I just, um, I feel like I'm already so far behind. If I only pick one thing, I'm going to be even further behind. When you pick one, everything in your life will improve guaranteed. Let's talk about one more thing that I know has been coming up and is on so many of your minds, which is how do I stay on track with a goal when things are changing so fast? Is it even possible to focus on a goal? If you've been in my world, like at all, you know that I'm a huge advocate of reflection and weekly planning. And right now, this is so true more than ever. I think reflecting is always critically important because 
what can happen and what I've seen and what I've experienced myself is we actually become a slave to our goals or become a robot for our to-do list. And I find reflecting stops that from happening. It stops us from being on this path and then having it be, you know, three weeks or three years down and saying, this isn't what I wanted. Constant reflection is the medicine that stops you from becoming a slave to or a robot for your to-dos. Because what happens is when life gets busy, we just keep going and going and going. So reflection is more important now than ever before, always important. But seriously, this is how you stay on track with a goal, even when things are changing, even when things are unpredictable, even when things are uncertain. So here are three tools, and I want you to just pick one. Don't try to do all of them. Just pick one if you are not already. Any any of them is and implement it because you will see a difference. I guarantee it. All right, the number one thing I say, like I will (laughs) go to my grave saying this, weekly, weekly, weekly planning. Before you plan your week, do a reflection and check in. What are you proud of from last week? What are you so, uh, like what are you, what is, what are you celebrating? And that gets you in the right energy and the right vibe before you create your next goals. Otherwise, all you're doing is just taking your to-do list and duplicating it or carrying it over week after week after week and it becomes really um, just boring and draining and unexciting. So especially in times of high change, your goal might need to change quickly and that's okay. But when you're looking at it every week, when you're checking back on on the feelings of what you're proud of and then realigning for the week, it gives you that opportunity to touch base and say, is this still relevant? Is this still what I want? Keep checking in. And honestly, if things are in a period of real uncertainty, then check in every day. There's nothing wrong with that. It's so important to do. So if you have not already, guys, I'm going to tell you weekly planning forever and ever and ever. So you may as well go do it. LisaMichaud.com forward slash week. Go grab my grab my free weekly planner. I do it every week. It's a Friday afternoon right now as I'm recording this and I'm doing it myself now too. So I believe in it. It makes a huge difference. Go do it. Okay, here's a second tool that can help you with reflecting, monthly reflection. I'm also an advocate of this. Um, every month, check in on your goals, check in on your progress. And not just like how many things that I actually do, but like what am what did I, what am I celebrating? How did I fail? How will my best self show up differently next month? What does that look like? And I also have a free guide for this, lisamichaud.com forward slash month, so go check in. There's another way. If you're checking in every month, this will help you determine, does this goal still make sense? Am I? Is this still the best way to do this? Is this still important? to me. All these questions that are so important when times are changing and priorities are shifting, this will help you keep track. And it's okay if to change your goals. It's okay. Do not stay married to something that isn't working for you, okay? And goals, people, whatever, do you, do you. Okay, number three. Um, this is something I've been working with my clients on and it's been so effective for them. So I wanted to share with you. So this is something um, – we're calling it a success scorecard. And this is going to be so personal for you, but and you can create your own. So basically, it's asking you yourself, what are the things that are important in my life? And this can be something that then you look back and reflect on every week or every day or whatever this is. So this is your chance to really tap into what's most important and how can, like this is what success means to me and how will I achieve that? So that's really the first question is, what's most important and what does success mean to me? And then you create a scorecard to look back on. And I suggest every week, um, but you you know, if you want to do it every every night or every Friday or whatever, figure that out. But on this success scorecard, you have what are the things that are most important to you? So for example, it might be your client successes in your business. Maybe that's one of your metrics. Maybe it is the number of nights you tucked your kid in. Maybe it's the genuine connections and conversations you had. Maybe it's the number of beach days you had this month. Maybe it's the number of workouts, whatever that is. But like, what does success mean to you? 
and what are the things that that show you that you if you're being successful and this tool um you know it's something that I've kind of done informally for a long time but been more formalizing with my clients lately and it's so good it's so powerful to help remind us what does success actually mean to us because at the end of the day we got to chase our definition and not somebody else's your definition of success is what matters most and really, that's what we're all have to hear with your goals and with your intention is you feeling like you've had a successful and joyful life in whatever shape. So creating a success scorecard for yourself and reflecting on it can be a real game changer in keeping you focused on what's most important. All right, so those three were three tools, weekly reflecting, monthly reflecting, and creating your own success scorecard. Do not just listen to this, guys. Choose one thing and do it. I understand it can be so tempting to just listen to this and move on to the next thing in your day or to say, Screw it, it's impossible to set goals right now. I have no idea what's going on. And I'm going to challenge you and say, no, it is it's too hard. It's not too hard to be intentional. Intentional is something that you can do every single moment of every day. And this is something we should all be doing is to be as, as intentional as possible. Um, so I just gave you three tools. Go implement one, make it a habit, and go do it. All right, well, I hope that this episode has convinced you that even when life is unpredictable and inconsistent and times are wild, that your goals still matter. Intention still matters. And it is possible for you to have goals. They just might look a little different. Let's recap how we do this and what to do with your goals. Before we decide, before you decide what you're going to do with your goal in an uncertain time after a curveball or a surprise or an accident, pandemic, life getting in the way, whatever it is, there's four questions to ask yourself. Number one. The last few months, remember this, the last few months have only been a waste if you didn't learn anything. So take stock. What has worked? What has not? Number two, who are you now and what is clear to you now? So how have you changed? What is more important to you than you realized? What doesn't matter as much as you thought? And what does success mean to you? Number three, go back to your original goal. What was my goal and why did I set it? How did I want to feel? Number four, ask what is possible now? Remember, this is... It can feel like we're so far behind. It can feel like we failed. And that just triggers negative thinking. And so that's why we want to we want to shut down the limiting beliefs. We want to shut down our inner mean girl. We want to shift our old perspective and lean into what is possible now. Now, as we're looking at what to actually do with your goals, remember to keep in mind to stay creative, to focus and remember that anything is possible. Focus on the feeling you want and on staying fiercely, fiercely committed. So When it comes to your goals, there are really three options. Number one, if your goal is no longer meaningful to you or relevant, let it go. Let it go. Remember, one of the benefits of curveballs is that clarity of what really matters comes up, and that's okay. Number two, keep your goal the same. And this is where that fierce commitment, if you still care about it, this is where you start. And I invite you to get creative and inspired and challenge yourself, invite yourself to step up and say, how can I still do this? What is it going to look like? Option number three is to shift your goal so it makes sense now, to tap into how you want to feel and create a new goal that works for that. You're going to want to check in and make sure for all this, like is there something you need to grieve? Is there anything you need to work through? What do you need to cancel or communicate or manage expectations on? And then go back to the beginning. How do you want to feel and what are you going to do? What's your goal from there? Remember, I'm a fan of 100-day goals. You can do what works for you. um, But I recommend saying for 100 days, this is my one focus and I'm going to do something every day to feel the way I want to feel. How do you stay on track when things change so fast? Well, (laughs) having one thing to focus on really, really, really helps. And as things keep evolving and changing, keep reflecting and checking in. Try weekly reflections. Do the monthly reflections. Create a personalized success scorecard. I don't care which one, just at least try one of them, maybe all three. Now, Golden Girl, if you're listening and you want some support on this, I'm doing something really special for you guys in July. Here's the thing. So I've been looking a lot and reflecting the same questions for myself and asking myself, 
one of my biggest definitions of success, by the way, is how do I help other people get success? How do I help create transformation in others? And also, what are people struggling with and how can I help? And I know that the intersection of this is I am wicked awesome and helping you guys live, which has been a challenge because obviously we can't meet people live in person right now. So what I decided to do is what's possible now uh, is to host monthly virtual workshops. So you're going to get personalized support. You're going to get a playbook. You can ask questions. I can support you and you can connect with like-minded people. So I'm going to try this. Um, my intention is to keep doing it every month if it goes well, if you guys are into it. July's workshop is going to be July 7th and it is a mid-year refresh. So we're going to go into this and so much more. So it's July 7th from 9 a.m. to 1 p.m. Pacific Standard Time. So if you are feeling um, overwhelmed, if you're feeling a lot of different emotions, you're feeling that chaos in the world, you're feeling a lack of focus, you're not sure where to go from here and you feel like this year has been a bit of a waste, like you've fallen off track with your goals and you want help, this workshop is for you guys. You're going to walk away no longer feeling like you've wasted your year. You're going to feel ready to do something different. You're going to get inspired and motivated. You're going to ground back into yourself, which sounds kind of weird, but seriously, everything starts with you. You're going to walk away with that sense of purpose and the shift from from just surviving to thriving. And then you're going to be ready to make the most of your summer and beyond because you're going to have the support that you wanted. You're going to connect with other like-minded women and you're just going to feel on fire and ready to stay the course and stay with what's most important to you. So join in. Um, this is the first workshop. We're going to do all this uh, four plus hours of content, playbook, live Q&A, breakout networking sec- sessions, all those things. And it's just going to be $23 US. So super smoking deal. Um, check out, check it out. LisaMichaud.com forward slash workshop. Of course, the link is all in the show notes there for you. So sign up today. There are going to be limited spots because Zoom limits how many people I can have. And honestly, this to me isn't about having, you know, hundreds and thousands of people on there. And that, not, not that that's – <laughs> I have a small community anyways, but you guys are small and mighty and amazing. But there still are going to be limited spots. So make sure you sign up. Trust me when I say this. This is how you create real change. Don't just listen to this episode. Go do something. And I would love to see you there. This is what we're about. This is what – my company, my life, my podcast, everything is about helping you make true progress and transformation. So I I love that you're listening to this. I appreciate it oh so much, but I want more for you. I want you to take action. Join our workshop. And if you're listening past July, it's going to be the same link every month, uh, lisamishow.com forward slash workshop. Every month there's going to be a relevant topic. So join in and I would, guys, I just, I'm a people person. I'm an extrovert. So this is like extra fun for me. I want to get to know you better. I want to support you, you know, live slash virtually, whatever that is in person and you know, be a part of your transformation. Okay. The bottom line is this and all this, you know, guys, all goals. Whenever you listen to this, this episode is still going to be relevant uh, because life is always unpredictable. It's not about avoiding the unpredictability. It's about how you work through failures, how you work through surprises, the ups and the downs and the curveballs. That's what defines who you become and what successes you end up feeling and achieving. Most importantly, this is all about how you feel and how you experience your life. I know if you're listening, anything is possible for you. Just because you feel like you're behind or you're overwhelmed or you failed before, that doesn't mean that your future is determined. It is not. Your future is still up to you to create it. Big goals or small goals, I don't care. What matters is that you treat your one precious life with the attention and most importantly, the intention it deserves. Before I recorded this, I pulled a card from Danielle Laporte's Truth Bomb deck, and I just think this fits so perfectly. It's literally giving me goosebumps. The past is never as relevant as we think it is. 
That's what the card said. The past is never as relevant as we think it is. That is a lesson from today. Look back and reflect. Learn. Check in with where you are now. Get clear on when you are, where you are, what you want, and then go forward. Remember, the past is never as relevant as you think it is. So gosh darn it, go get it. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you enjoyed it, please take a moment, well, obviously, first of all, to go sign up for the workshop because there's going to be more of this and I cannot wait to help you with your specific questions and your specific goals. Um, If you know someone who needs to hear this, go share it with them too. And seriously, if you actually think this podcast is going to be helpful, make it easy. If you see them in person next time, lovingly, grab their phone, open up their favorite podcast app, whether it's Apple or Spotify or Google Play, whatever, we're on literally all of them. Go find Golden Girls Podcast and for them and hit subscribe. Make it easy for them, whether it's family or friends, whoever you think could really use this help, go make it easy for them. And, you know, I mentioned our mid-year refresh workshop is a sale of a deal, only $23. So if you think someone else might ha- want this and help them, you know, go ahead and gift it to yourself and to your best friend too. Help them make their day, their life, and their year better. So thank you again for listening. Thank you for sharing. And I will chat with you on the next episode of Golden Girls Podcast. Thank you so much for listening. If something spoke to you, send me a message by sharing this episode and tagging me on social media. If you know someone who would love to hear this episode, please share it with them too. Because I love surprises, make sure you subscribe to the Golden Girls Podcast today. It's the only way to find out about bonus surprise episodes and make sure you don't miss a single beat on your golden journey. Thanks again for listening and I will talk to you in the next episode of the Golden Girls Podcast.